My name is Chris Nizak. I am playing Jameson Cree, the Prismatic Mage, and I am from Misdirected Mark Productions. I'm Brett B. from uh, Gaming and BS. I am playing big, brawny, very loyal family member Corby, the male fighter. I'm Tom from Knights of the Night. I'm playing Kelsey Fenn, the older sister to Corby. Hi, this is Kevin Lovecraft. Someone once was nice enough to say that I'm the glue between gaming and BS and misdirected Mark. I am playing Ashani Fenn. I'm Emily from She's a Super Geek, and I am your game master for this venture through the world of Avanti. From the Wednesday evening podcast all-stars, Avanti, Glitter, and Blood. So our heroes had found this underwater lair with this magical dolphin whose name she went by was Tina, but because they had Jameson with them, they were able to to echo her name in her native tongue, which is honestly pretty cool. And, uh, and probably nobody else would have thought of it except for Jameson. Anyway, so they were going to fight these stone fiends that Tina said had taken over this, this once great underwater meeting place. And while everything seemed to be going well, it seemed like while no one else would think of Mira and Tina's name in her original language like Jameson, also no one would think of throwing a fireball in a library except for Jameson. They're never going to get the Storm Queen's name at this rate. Jameson... The irony of burning to death under the ocean because you missed with that firebolt. You gotta admit, it's kind of funny. Uh, and fabulous. After Jameson now is the fire. It's small enough that it's not going to cause any damage to any of y'all, but uh, somebody's going to keep an eye on it. That somebody might be me. If nothing else, I'd be more than happy to have delayed until the very last person to go because I was getting my pants on. Oh, that makes more sense. Yes. Okay. So, Corby, you go ahead. My turn, so I'm gonna smack that gorilla with your giant sword. Oh, oh no, you're not. God just, in just, heaven! I'm just my, my pants are bunched up. How just give me a minute. How many fumbles have there been here? It's not Three. a. That was a fumble as well. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! It was a fumble. Good. Yeah. Who has a good idea for a fumble? With him with a long sword? I would say that the long sword gets stuck in the gargoyle <laughs> because it's a gargoyle. It's made of stone. Yeah, you you misjudge how dense the stone is. And your sword gets uh, stuck in the gorilla's arm. <sighs> and guess who goes right after you? Jameson? The gorilla. <laughs> the gorilla. Oh. Gorilla's going to punch you with its other arm. 15 to hit. No. Since it can't do that, it's going to try to hit you with its other arm. Nah. And that's worse. So it's really thrown off. Uh, your sword's in it, so it's trying to hit you and shake it loose, and it can't quite get it. Currently have your sword stuck in the gorilla. Yep. And Kelsey. I'm back in on the gorilla. I gotta save my brother. Uh, that's a 13, unfortunately. That will not hit. Hmm. All right, is there uh, anything else? Yes, I'm gonna use my bonus again to dance out of the way. Okay. A dash, as it were. I was about to say, I imagine you doing the Macarena and, um, okay, Ashani. So I've got this honey badger that's latched onto my ankle, kind of, sort of. I'm gonna try Sacred Flame again. Needs to make a deck save again. 15. That's a save, so it takes one point of damage. 
Okay, he doesn't like that. Okay, the honey badger that's on you is going to attempt to bite you again. So that is a non-natural 20. Yeah, that's a hit. Seven points of damage. And the other one is going to try and get Kelsey as Kelsey's dancing out of the way. It's only an 11 to hit. That is a mess. All right, that is a miss. The dog going to uh, come back around on Brett, or on Corby. It's only 12 to hit. (laughs) Nothing. So it, again, is attempting to grab you, and uh, you dance out of the way. Nice. Corby, go ahead. We're going to try to basically wedge the, uh, pull the longsword back out. How do you want me to do that? you want me to do like a strength save to see if I can yank it out or what? Yeah, strength. I'm going to wrench it out. This will be the easiest. Not so good. Mm. Nope. You can't quite get it out. Corby, do you use a shield too or just a longsword? Yep. Oh, I have a shield. I have to for my okay. protection stuff. So bash I conjure. <laughs> oh, you're going to go ahead and bash it with the shield. Sorry. That next round. If you want to do something in between that. I mean, I, I try to pull the sword out. That doesn't work. I'm like, all right, it's going to be bash it in the face next turn. Corby, I conjure a longsword. And then I throw it to him. Oh, handy. So do I got a roll or does he got a roll? I think that's something you can do pretty easily, Jameson, but Corby has to catch it. I rolled a 22 athletics to grab it. Yeah, so you try to yank out the sword and you can't do it. And so you're you're bringing your sword hand back, preparing to bash it with your shield. And then Jameson yells... Corby! And you look up and there's a shining magical sword coming at you and you you grab it and you stand there for a moment uh, like Arthur with Excalibur, a reference which Corby doesn't get. <laughs> <laughs> but all the listeners do. But all the listeners do and you will, you will have a sword next round. Sweet. All right, Jameson. So that was a bonus? No, that's actually my action to conjure. And then oh, okay. Probably my, probably my move to throw it. So that's pretty much all I do. Uh, gorilla tries to thump Corby. Five to hit. Tries with his other arm, 11 to hit. So you have got this gorilla flustered. Kelsey. I'm attempting to finish off said gorilla with uh, charge back in. I uh, use my short sword. Oh, God. Oh, my God. God. Another fumble. Oh. Holy cow. There is precedent for this. Yes, unfortunately there is. I roll a one. Your short sword gets stuck in the gorilla. You see Jameson as that happens and you don't have the sword anymore. Like the camera pans to Kelsey without the sword. Like, damn it. And then you see Jameson going, oh, that looks like it hurts so bad. (laughs) I then disengage uh, once again, moving backwards out of range of the gorilla. Because I would be pissed if I was a gorilla. This gorilla's turning into like an umbrella stand for swords. Yeah. And currently they're not doing doing damage, but hey, uh, use your imagination. I can think of a few ways that they could. Ashani. Let's see. Oh, crap. I forgot to use my Wrath of the Storm last time. I'll make sure I do that next time fights. I'm going to turn and throw a guiding bolt at the gorilla to see if I can take it out. So that's a 13. Does that hit? That will not hit. All right. You see a bolt of greenish blue energy, like hit it and just reflect off of its stone surface. Maybe it hits one of the swords instead of the gorilla accidentally. (laughs) Sure, that would work. Honey Badger to Kelsey, 10. That's a miss. Honey Badger to Ashani, 21. That is a hit. Disadvantage, disadvantage. That's a 14. That's a hit. Dang it. Four damage. In the same leg, your your ankle is starting to feel a little heavy. Oh, Oh. Wrath, Kevin. Oh yeah, Wrath of the Storm now. And I'm going to... I'll channel destructive wrath on that, so that maximizes the damage. So if it fails its deck save, it takes 16 damage, otherwise it takes 8. That's going to be a fail. 
Would you like to describe this uh, honey badger's uh, dusting? Sure. So you see I latch onto my ankle yet again and worry it. <laughs> and you just see, like, this electricity just comes charging, sizzling out of the air and just surrounds it and then just explodes with a clap of thunder. Yeah, the honey badger don't need to care no more. <laughs> <laughs> the other honey badger looks over and gets, like, a, a, a strange stone tear in one of its eyes. Oh, it's, they care about each other. It's cute. It's seldom known, but honey, honey badgers mate for life. <laughs> and apparently they're stone afterlife, too. <laughs> That's right. All right. Dog's going to give up on Corby. <laughs> I heard that in David Attenborough's voice, by the way, just so you know that, Tom. <laughs> I did, too, which was really weird. <laughs> is going to try for Kelsey. 15 to hit Kelsey. Ooh, I believe that is actually going to hit. Damn, sorry, sis. Can't help you. So that's going to be eight damage. Oh, you get okay. you get bitten very deeply. Mm-hmm. That might be a problem. That 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 might be indeed. Uh, Corby. Good. Yes. Smash, smash. Oh, yeah. 23 with the new longsword. Ooh, I like this thing. Is that to the, uh, that's to the gorilla. gorilla? Oh, yeah. And let's do some damage. Roll some damage. Some damage, yo. 15. The gorilla really doesn't like that. And it is uh, staggering around a little bit, almost like a prize fighter that has been stunned. And then a lance of fire comes out of nowhere and strikes it right in the face. <laughs> yep. Because I rolled a 22. For 10 points of fire damage. Oh, 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 Jameson. Oh, you're going to explode this gorilla? Really? Yeah, why not? Blow it up. Because it has two swords in it. Well, it just turns into dust, right? Not the swords. Yeah, I'll be fine. Do it. Yeah, we'll be fine. Fire's going to explode it, and so it'll turn into dust, but... The magical firebolt might cause some uh, things to be propelled. Ashani, Corby, Kelsey, deck saves, please. I can take that all day. Ashani is, like, totally facing the wrong way. Holy crap. Uh, yeah, I rolled a seven. Ashani rolled a six. <laughs> I rolled a 20. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ashani, uh, you're going to take two damage. Kelsey, you're going to take... Three from one of the two swords uh, getting you somewhere. Can't quite get out of the way fast enough. Hey, that's my sword. Do the bad guys all make saves then, too? Yeah, I hope so. Which sword went to which? All right, the dog's going to get it. <laughs> He's stupid. stupid dog. For cinematography's sake, Kelsey, uh, the short sword hits you. Okay. So you now have your short sword back. And the fire grows bigger and at a fairly rapid pace. So it has consumed um, about a quarter of the bookshelf and has jumped to the two bookshelves next to it. So while the, the floor and the ceiling is marble, the walls are marble, everything inside the room is wood or flammable materials. Gorilla's down, so Kelsey. At this point, I, I pull the short sword from myself and kind of drop it on the ground because I'm not sure I can use it right now, as injured as I am. I unsling my crossbow and fire one into the badger. Is anybody engaged with the badger? Or next no. to? No. no. Okay. So that would be a straight up 10. It's going to be a miss. Yeah. That's uh, I'm clearly injured. Yes. Uh, Shani. Run, run over here. I yell at him. Behind me or her. From across the room. She can disengage and then she can, and then you can move. So I can move and then I can use bonus if I need. Oh no, you're engaged because they keep attacking you. They keep running up and biting you. So I disengage (laughs) as my movement. There you go. 
Or, or as my bonus, and then use my movement to move. So yes, yeah, I'm next to you. Okay, Ashani. Actually, on my turn, I, I I yell out, "Can anybody put this damn fire out?" Nope. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. Checking. There was the honey badger that was still trying to attack Kelsey, right? That's right. Still out, and there's a dog somewhere in the mix. That's yes. Over by Corby. I figure Corby's gonna stomp that dog. I'll try casting Sacred Flame again on the um, honey badger. Uh, oh, so it needs to make a dex save. I got a 12. All right, that's better than usual. That's five points of damage as those blue-green flames uh, envelop it for a brief moment. All right, um, it looks like it does more damage than it than you thought you think it should. Those blue green flames kind of dance over it more more harshly than you would think. That honey badger is Ashana. You just uh, you just attacked it. You also killed its mate, so it's gonna attack you. Fifteen to hit. That's a hit. Nope, disadvantage. Do it again. Hee hee hee. Non-natural. You still have to take the worst one. You still have to take the worst one. It's it's the thought that counts. Both Either would hit. That's uh, three damage. And let's say it's in your other ankle. And then the this dog is going to prep itself and come. uh, It's going to leap at Corby. Jaws open to try and uh, chomp him in the face. Corby, as you kind of raise your shield, the dog poofs into dust right in front of you. Yeah, stupid dog. All right, Corby. Um, so there is the honey badger. Honey. And you also hear you also hear some other strange other noises from inside the library. From your perspective, you wouldn't be able to see what it was, but nope. Jameson. I got to kill this. I got to take out this honey badger so I can get my other sword back. So I whack it. That's going to hit. Are you sure you want your other sword back? I do. I like my other one. My other one's got extra magic oomph on it. They do nine points of damage. So that's going to take the honey badger out. Sweet. In your mind, you've taken out probably three of these. You probably think you took out the gorilla. Why not? And you took out the dog. Of course I did. But you did take out the honey badger. I'm going to drop the sword and get my good one. Jameson. Oh, well, what's going on in the room? You said I heard noise. There's like noises and stuff. Yeah. Perception, please. And a natural Whoa. 20. Wow. Your magical spidey senses are tingling. <laughs> Uh, when you shattered the gorilla, like you felt this almost reverberation. It's almost like you could sense some of the stone in the room getting weaker. You see some of statues in various places in the room crumbling to dust. Some of them seem to be trying to keep it together. Some of them try to move, but they seem to be crumbling. So you you can piece together that the gorilla was probably the carrier. Time to deal with this fire. Yeah, so there's a giant fire. What I do is I pull a diamond out of my pouch and I start channeling energy into it, which then turns frosty cold blue. And I'm actually going to burn a second level spell slot to make the spell more powerful. And I'm going to throw it at the fire as a cold orb to try to splash it and put out as much of the fire as possible. That sounds great. Tack roll, please. I got a 19. Yeah, uh, that's going to hit the fire that's not really moving. So I did 17 points of cold damage to the fire. Yeah, that probably gets most of it out, and then uh, y'all run over and you kind of uh, stamp some out. You use your uh, water skins and whatnot to put the rest of it out, or your cloaks. And there's there's some significant damage, and you have no idea what books were lost because this isn't part of the uh, Aquin section. But you've 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 defeated the stone fiends, set the library on fire, and then put the fire out. Well done, all. This has been a very good day. And so the thing to worry about now is Ashani's ankles. Yeah, I go take well, a look. Actually, 
Kelsey falls to the ground as well. Oh, crap. What I would like to do is it's going to take 10 minutes. I'd like to hold a little impromptu church service uh, from AM and go through the uh, prayer of healing ritual and through the stations of the waves and whatnot that are required for that. And no, don't, Corby, no, hold on, save that. I'll do the prayer of healing, which, let's see, 2d8 uh, healing to six creatures within oh, nice. my radius. So. Wow. Yeah, you could do that. Uh, you're also under the ocean, very close to a significant temple to Maim. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I'd say that you can you can do that. All right, so that's 10 back. And I'm hoping that that magical sacred healing will stop, or if we're really lucky, even reverse the being turned to stone. Do you and Kelsey get 10 points? Yes. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. And, and, if anyone and else me. took any. Yep. <laughs> and you. Yep. I had 11 total damage, so right now I'm only down one, if that matters from the turn to stone right. perspective. So Kelsey falls down. Corby runs over and is like trying to get the top off of the uh, healing potion. He uh, He's actually doing what, what Sparkles told him before. Exactly. He's like, put the cork in my mouth. And then... <laughs> exactly. And then there's this magical healing blue-greenish light that, that comes down uh, and almost all around this magic of the ocean uh, comes in and starts mending these wounds and Corby goes... Oh. Put the cork back in. <laughs> and uh, Ashani, you're, you're right, because this is sacred magic. This is going to take out those little bits of stone that you were feeling in your veins. I breathe a sigh of relief. You might have some pain in your ankles for a while. Those joints are going to be a little stiff. Ah, uh, there's a storm coming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's called the Storm Queen. I hobble back up and... and- and walk over to uh, Ashanti, uh, Ashani. Thank you, dear. I, I really appreciate that. That was that was nasty. That's the least that I am could do. Little hug, little hug action. Yep. Sure. How you doing, Sparkles? Uh, I'm okay. Thanks for asking. Corby, you all right? Yeah, pretty good. Hey, um, Jameson, thanks for the sword. I'm, I apologize that I needed the loner, but mine got stuck in that big rock. Uh, I saw. Hey, 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 Sparkles. Thanks for the pants because you know. He didn't need the pants. Oh, he did. He so did. He's an attractive man. It's okay to run around without He's pants on. He's my brother. <laughs> so what? Don't look. Good looking's good looking. That's what we're saying. Those, those other pants were like really way comf- more comfortable than these other pants I have on now anyway. Okay, because you know they don't really exist, right? So I'm yeah, but saying. it was like wearing nothing but still having something on. It was so comfortable. So like a kilt? Yes, kind of like that. Corby is now a kilt wearer. Problem is, I only get halfling kilts. They're like mini skirts. I just can't pull it off. <laughs> oh no, we don't want to see that. No, no. You'd be able to find somebody to to sew you a bigger one. Also, you in a mini skirt is <laughs> now how I'm going to picture your character forever. Oh, believe me, it sparkles. Like in a ruffled mini, like Sailor Moon mini skirt. Because when you're not looking, Jameson casts that spell. <laughs> I look at the two complainers and I say to them, "Look." Library, totally the place where the statues were. Just you saying. Got me. It's and then hey, I leave. Excuse me. I think if you go back and listen, I was the one that suggested the library. I'm just saying. I just I killed a gorilla. That was really cool. <laughs> I, I, but I think yeah, we should it, still verify that the killing of the alpha or the original has 
clear this whole area, so we should, at the very least, check the auditorium. Oh, that's right, there should Good be, like, idea. non-stone little crab people that are super happy to see us now. Yeah, we can reunite them with Dolphin Lady. We go out and find piles of stone dust everywhere. Oh, I, I, I scoop it up my hands and go, oh. I, 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 Cor- Corby's trying to reform them into little crabs. He's like, actually, I actually feel really sad because we killed them. I was expecting... I was expecting all this, like, a horde of happy little blue crabs. Blue. So, Ashani would, Ashani would probably explain to you that, like, they died the moment they turned into stone. You know, the, these were just shells of their, of their living existence. So, we didn't kill them. We actually put them out of their misery. Uh, Ashanti, we, we, we just told Corby they went to the farm. It's okay. Wow. The farm upstate? Up island. They went up, the crabs went to the up islands. Little piles of dust that range in size from probably like a dime in diameter to some fairly bigger ones. You feel pretty confident that killing the, I like that name better, the Alpha, uh, has taken out the rest of them. Poor little crab people. Time to go back and talk to, I look to Sparkles again. Insert squeaky sound. Is she going to be, is she... Is she gonna be mad that we that all the crab people are dead? I gotta think she'll understand. Like I was explaining, the minute they were turned, their souls had gone on. Their mortal shell has now been released from its servitude to evil. So they're picking dead flesh off of some spiritual animal in the sky. Okay. Circle of life. But they get to whack a big stone gorilla. So that was cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, how many people in the world can say that? Not many. Yeah, it's a shame that uh, you can't take anything for a trophy. I got a pocket full of I got a pocket full of rocks. Formerly magic stone dust. Is that a monkey in your pocket? Or <laughs> are you gonna head back in to speak with Madame Dolphin? Yes. Once we check the auditorium to make sure that there's dust everywhere in there too. There's dust and and you notice some of the some of the images are a little bit different because there were creatures hiding in there. You're eventually able to kind of parse out there was also some sort of magical tripwire if you had actually walked into the auditorium that would have warned them or maybe sent some swarming onto you. But again, you guys have really good luck or really good adventurer senses. And dodge my traps. The second one, clearly. Yeah, I'll take it. I love the traps in this place. No, because they actually have real triggers. That makes sense. Right, that was when you guys were like, yeah, we go on a rope. And I'm like, you don't want to jump down? That just sounds silly. All right, so you head back into the uh, the dolphin's study, and, and she's very excited to hear that you've taken care of the the stone fiend problem. Now perhaps, now perhaps we can bring in a new golden age of landwalkers and sea swimmers cooperation. Yeah, speaking of peace. Yes. What what would you call that new era? What name would you give it? Oh, speaking of names, um, you are most persistent, uh, short one. Yeah, Shawnee just kind of shakes her head as Kelsey slips that in there. <laughs> so Corby's weighed down, right, with all of his armor. And Ashani and Jameson are kind of magical. I picture Kelsey, try, you know, floating off a little bit and Corby just hanging on to her. There is a lot I could tell you about the Storm Queen. There are little of which would be helpful. She is a merfolk. And she was born and raised in a place where the, the merfolk call it Haven. Haven is very interesting. It is a, a sanctuary for the merfolk and for other um, peaceful creatures, let us say. 
but it is constantly on the move. She, if she is moving, if she is being preceded by a storm, perhaps she has found a way to, to control Haven's movements and has placed some sort of, of, of hurricane effect around it. You could approach it from the bottom, from the sea entrance. Perhaps that would be easier than on, on a ship. She never showed any, any evil tendencies. She was a very caring young merfolk. I do not know what name she chose as her adult name. I only know her child name. And we called her Thalia. Avanti, Glitter and Blood is played using Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Our theme music is Ghost Dance by Kevin McLeod. Hear more at incompetech.com. Be sure to check out our other awesome podcasts. She's a Super Geek, Knights of the Night, Misdirected Mark, and Gaming and BS. And it's hard to find an underwater pen, you know, I mean... Well, I mean, we, we, we make these inks from kelp and, and see how they are in these, these heavy stones. Um, wait, 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 and wait, wait. Then, I hear the Russian underwater uh, fish people just, whoa, whoa, whoa. just use pencils. <laughs> just pencils, yes. You really don't use squid ink? Squid ink, if it's available, I mean, but you see there are no squids in here. Oh, that's too bad. Yes. They're cool. Yes, too bad. Um, <laughs> there are no giant squids outside. <laughs> Why would you say such a thing? <laughs> so you go take care of the stone fiends. Oh, hmm. Maybe we could fight a giant squid. This would be so cool.